Hey there. The Rope Brothers Fantasy Podcast is back at you with episode two coming live from you. Uh, we're recording this late Saturday night before NFL week one starting tomorrow, Sunday at 1 p.m. I hope everybody's super psyched just like me. I know Nate's psyched. How you doing tonight, Nate? Doing well, man. Uh, I don't think there's a better way to start the NFL season than uh, what we saw Thursday with the Cowboys uh, uh, Bucks, man. That was a hell of a game. And I got to say, I, I'm very impressed. Everyone knows me to be a Tom hater. Not that I'm a Tom hater. I, I fight with Jasmine all the time about this. I appreciate Tom. I do, I do. However, last year I had I had a few pieces of uh, material for say that you could uh, knock off his little uh, goat checklist sheet. So he was he impressed me with the deep ball. He threw a couple deep balls that were right on the money. And uh, just awareness of the game. He, he knew everything, two-minute warning, the look he gave with a minute 24 left. He came out there. He's ready to win. He's definitely going to be Super Bowl, if not very close to it. I think my pack's going to take him down right before, but that's just my prediction. Jerome, what do you think? I don't think that the NFL um, could have gave us a better treat than what they gave us on Thursday night. We got high-level, high-quality uh, football, in particular the quarterback position, um, Dak Prescott, with uh, everything that he's had going on with his with his uh, ankle, and you know with him, you know that being the first game of the season, he went toe to toe with the greatest of all time, and um, both quarterbacks show complete mastery of those offenses, and um, you can get spoiled watching quarterback play at that high level, so. Uh, you know, if that's what we're in for with this NFL season, I cannot wait to see the rest of these games. Oh, yeah. G-Money, you're in for a little bit of a treat, man. I know I roasted your team last week, but, uh, but hey, after that game, the way Dak Prescott looked, I'll, I'll give you a little bump on the, the, the season standings. So you'll hear that here in a bit. All right. Well, I will say that I fell asleep in quarter two. I know that's a bummer, but... I did watch highlights. You know, I got the NFL, the NFL game pass. So, you know, I'm watching highlights and replays. Uh, but holy moly, uh, Dak Prescott is definitely the highlight for me. Almost I, 60 passes, 58 passes. That's incredible. And there's going to be a team that's going to be down by points just because their defense is so atrocious. So, I mean, you already know Dak Prescott's going to be past the ball. I would not be surprised. This guy threw for 5,000, 5,500 passing yards. He is insane. Yeah. You're going to see right around 400 passing yards from him each game. Yeah, and, I mean, his receiving options are incredible. Amari um, Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, even the tight ends, you know. Uh, Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin could be spot starts here and there. But uh, I think um, my question, my big question is, is uh, Tom Brady going to get his ARP card before he retires? <laughs> and I think that's probably going to be a yes. So, um We'll see. I think he's going to play till he's about 67, and he'll be slinging, slinging balls everywhere until then. Like I said, man, I thought last year, I thought that was it. I was like, you know, he's going to, this will be his last year. He's going to hang it up, if not one more. But, man, the way he looked yesterday, if he can keep that up, I'd say he's got another two, three years. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, you know, we got a lot more football than just Thursday night. Um so me, Nate, and Jerome, I think we're going to break down a few things tonight before the season kicks off tomorrow. Uh, we did want to jump into our league matchups, so we're going to go through game by game, talking uh, 
you know, based on what happened Thursday and then the matchups this coming weekend, uh, who we think is going to win this week in our league. And then also maybe break down some NFL matchups we like. And then, of course, uh, requested by Dan's mother, we are going to give, give some bold predictions here uh, on some NFL players we like, maybe some, uh, some crazy predictions. I've got a couple good ones. Uh, I know uh, these guys prepared some awesome ones as well. And then I think Nate wanted to actually rank everybody 1 to 12. How we're gonna Jerome finish. and I have it done. We did the, we did the research beforehand. We and, know it's uh, locked in. <laughs> and uh, the only one I know who is who's going to win, and, you know, he's one of, one of the three of us. Uh, so that's all I care about because uh, you're making that money home. But we've got... I got to say, with the new list. name change, Baba Yuk, you, you oh. got a few things going for you, so... Baba Yuk. <laughs> yeah, you like that? All right. Anyone well, saw that movie, it's a terrible movie. Don't waste your time on it. It's not <laughs> worth it. But the name, hell of a name, hell of a fantasy team name. So I like it. But go ahead, Zach. All right. So what do you boys want to start with first? I say we start with the uh, matchup breakdown of our of our league this this week. All right. So um, let me get those pulled up here. Um, so matchups, we've got week one fantasy football. And the first one on my list here, week one matchups. I think it's probably just because it's me. Uh, we'll start with that. The Baba Uke. Versus the Buffalo Wings, all right? Both obviously 0-0 zero zero records. The Baba Uke projected 159.81, and then the Buffalo Wings projected 166.83. So the Buffalo Wings gets the advantage. Neither of us had any players on Thursday night. So this is a wide-open Sunday, and, uh, and it's just Sunday. We have no Monday night players. So this is going to be a Sunday game only and this is going to be exciting so uh what do you guys think drum all started off man let's see the baby uke and the muffalo wings um i tell you what the the muffalo wings the the thing about his he, he's projected to score 166.83 points i think that he's <laughs> all with the matchups of some of his of, of his guys um in particular, uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think he's going to get several of those guys to, like, really go off and outdo their uh, projections. So, you know, if the Babayuk wants to beat him, I, I'm a 225-point week. It, it's going to take – I mean, he just has so many weapons everywhere and, and good matchups. Um the Babiuk can keep this thing, in my opinion, close if they can get that running game going. Uh, if Nick Chubb can uh, can get over 100 yards and a couple of touchdowns, it's going to take those kind of efforts from from both he and Gibson, as well as uh, you know uh, Darren Waller doing Darren Waller things. So um, you know we'll just have to wait and see. But initially, that's what I see with this particular matchup right there. It, the, the Buffalo Wings has a lot of firepower in each and every starting position. And uh, that, that's, that's quite scary, frankly, because if these guys stay healthy and play like they can, I don't know that anybody in the league can beat these guys. I agree with that. I got to say, uh, this guy welcomes the, the Babayuk 
into his room at night when he sleeps. This guy is not afraid of nothing. He's scary. I'm very scared of this guy. But uh, but yeah, it's it's tough, man. You look at his lineup. You're looking for a weakness. It's just there's not too many of them. I mean, I guess you could say Miles Sanders, but even at that even at that pace, I mean, he's he's, he's looking like a decent flex position. So. Um, where I think Zach, you're going to have to thrive in obviously Waller. Um, but even up against Pitts, I think Pitts is going to produce every bit of 13 points that he's projected. But, um, I, I think your team's going to be one that's going to take a little bit to get going. It's going to be slow up to start. It's a very good team, but it's going to take a little bit just because the reason I say that Brandon, are just building that chemistry with uh Garoppolo there? Or if, uh, uh, that, uh, Trey Lance takes over as QB kind of finding that chemistry, Trevor Lawrence will be solid, but again, just new to the whole offense. A little shaky in the pocket. He'll he'll get his composure and and late in the year kick it off. So, um, like I said, just taking some time. And then you have Robinson. They have a new quarterback over there. Um, who is that? Andy Dalton, right? Yeah, so, for the first two weeks. Ex- yeah, yeah true. Until Justin Fields yeah. takes over. So, like I said, I think it's a solid team. I think it's just going to take you know till week four or five for them to find their ground and in chemistry with their quarterbacks or co-partner so i do like it but for this week i gotta say uh buffalo wings takes a win all right um you know i'm not super psyched or super psyched about this uh matchup you know uh sneak peek into later i've got ricky pretty high in my season finishes here i think he is got a great team um depth might be an issue but it's not gonna be an issue this week uh like Jerome was saying he's got some studs here calvin ridley is gonna score probably 600 points in <laughs> philadelphia uh Clyde Edwards Alaire, he's probably the only weakness, him and Miles Sanders. I don't see either of them doing that great. Uh one because Edwards Alaire, you know, he was kind of banged up in preseason. And then Miles Sanders, I, I see Jalen Hurts taking a lot of his running away. So uh those are probably the two weaknesses, but I think Aaron Jones is gonna catch a lot of balls. I think Terry McLaurin's gonna catch at least 12 each week. Matt Stafford, I think, is gonna be hot. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to throw the ball six, 60 times. And, yeah, um, for me to win, yeah, I mean, what you guys said, pretty much nailed it. Uh, I've got some uh, boom-bust plays in my lineup, and we'll see how it goes. But Hey, it's a long-term game. That's what counts, man. That's yeah, all it is. Absolutely. Who can stay the healthiest and who can uh, make it to playoffs to give themselves a shot. So, like yep. I said, I like your team later, latter half this year, but tough week one matchup. It's a marathon and not a sprint. All right. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on that one. Now let's jump into the next one on my list here. I've got Madden's Legends. Already scored 41.90 points, and I believe that's just with Amari Cooper. And that brings his live projections all the way up to 195.21. What a week for Amari Cooper. 139 yards, 13 receptions, two touchdowns. Good grief. Everybody was all on the C.D. Lamb train. They said, give me C.D., and Amari Cooper said, give me the DVD. You know what I mean? And he (laughs) came in, and he took two touchdowns, and I was psyched to see that. I'm really psyched about Amari Cooper. I remember Nate was a little little hesitant drafting him, and I said, Nate, just pull the trigger. He's going to be fine. He's great. Um, And then we got him against, oh, man, the other podcaster. We got a little Charleston Charleston Storm. I bet bet your undies got a little... Got a little soiled after you saw Amari Cooper go for 41. Uh, what do you guys think about this matchup? I'll start with you, Jerome, after uh, you're getting absolutely dropped on by Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper is a very, very good football player. He is a 
he's a professional. And what I mean by that, C.D. Lamb, for example, is more athletic and explosive. But the way Amari Cooper looks that ball and plucks that ball out of the air, the way he runs his routes, he's just in tune with his quarterback. It's hard to stop that guy when he's right. And uh, we got to think, if this guy's playing like this, typically the knock on Amari Cooper is when he is away from home and, you know, playing playing on, on grass that, you know, he doesn't exactly have his best games. This guy put up a 42-burger, 41.9 points on me. It's hard to, like, compete with that. So, you know, if Amari Cooper plays like that for you, Nate, you know, that, that you got championship aspirations of yourself. <laughs> I'm hopeful. I mean, at least what I saw, C.D. Lamb kind of runs those quick routes, and yeah, they're using him for his yak. Um, he's just quick. He can he can juke guys out. So that's where I think Amari Cooper's going to thrive. It's just that deep ball, uh, red zone area. Um, so I, I'm not too concerned with C.D. Lamb taking many of the red zone uh, catches. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, phenomenal game. Couldn't ask anything more from him. I think he's my fourth overall pick. So, or fourth fourth round draft pick, so insane. Very happy with it, obviously. And uh, like I said, the way Cowboys are passing the ball, I mean, only good things to come from it. So I love it. I mean, you yeah, still have that. you still have some more studs to go. We haven't even talked about Christian McCaffrey, oh. or, uh, J- you know, Joe Mixon, oh. and you know Tyler Lockett. I mean, man, yeah, mm. <laughs> you you might score the most points this week. In, in the whole league, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you, because your players have some good matchups, so not a whole lot we'll I can we'll do. We'll worry about Henry. I don't know how he's going to do for the uh, the Pats. Um, I think Higgins will be all right. I don't think I'll have to worry too much about him. And then just the health, man. I mean, everyone close to me knows I was hesitant to pick a mix in there. I had to, but, man, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to be struggling with that all year, just, you know, two, three-week nagging injuries at a time, and uh, we'll see, though. If it's healthy, man, I, I think I could go far, but say uh, about a lot of lineups in our uh, league, so. And, and, you know, the thing about my team, I, I don't even have my team as a playoff team after looking at everybody's rosters objectively, and I'll tell you why. Baker Mayfield and Derek Carr are very good football players. They are they're above-average quarterbacks in my, in my eyes. In real life, now as far as fantasy goes, they're they, these guys are they're just average as far as like points you know go. Their ceilings aren't as high as some of these other you know studs. Uh, I don't think Baker Mayfield or Derek Carr can can flirt with you know Kyler Murray's uh, ceiling you know in, in in a vacuum. So I think that right there might be the thing that stifles my roster a little bit uh, throughout the year. I'm going to have to have some help from uh, some of these other positions to even try to even think about playoffs. Well, I think that running uh, yeah, running back core is going to keep you afloat. Uh, if Chris Carson can stay healthy, man, that's he, he's a weapon. Um, and obviously, Delvin Cook, numbers he put up last year. So um, what I've kind of found in this league, that if you have middle-line QBs um, that at least carry their weight, you have good running back core, wide receivers will find themselves. I mean, you can uh, – you can swap those in and out with free agency. That's not really too much of a position to have to replace. But um, I think I think you have a very good chance at uh, reaching playoffs. And like I said, it's a whole other ball game. Once you get in playoffs, it's like starting off week one. So 
just got to get there. Just got to build your team. Keep looking at the free agency. See what we can add to your team. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, as a outsider looking in, I I do have to agree with Jerome here. I think Nate's got a scary good team, especially this week. Um, I think the Tyler Lockett matchup this week in Indianapolis is secondary. It's not very good. I, I can see Tyler Lockett catching some long balls. Christian McCaffrey against the Jets. I think Sam Darnold's just going to be feeding him all day. Just to, you know, that revenge narrative is juicy. So I, I can see Sam Darnold just, here you go, Christian, take it to the house for me and make me look good, even though he's I, not. I think he's going to be shaking the pocket. And like I said, that's, you know, even if they, that's the biggest excuses that people are saying, you know, the Panthers are always going to be down. Of course they're going to be down, but what's going to happen is that they're just going to be putting Christian McCaffrey out in the uh, um, screen passes or um, just for uh, um, quick little slants in the open field. So I think, uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, whether they're running the ball, pass the ball, I think majority of, majority of the time the ball is going to him. So. Yeah, he is, uh, he is game script proof. But, you know, so is Dalvin Cook on the other end against Cincinnati. You know, True. Dalvin Cook is going to be – Cincinnati has probably one of the worst defenses in the league, and uh, they're the same way. You know, it's a pretty similar team. they got a young quarterback who's just going to be dumping the ball off to Joe Mixon, unfortunately. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, you're just in a good spot uh, this week. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, there's still a chance Charleston Storm has does have some wild cards here. Um, you know, Derek Carr against Baltimore – that's a tough, tough defense, but um, as long as they can keep the game speed up, that's kind of how you beat Baltimore. You know, Baltimore slows the game down. They run the ball a lot. And as long as Derek Carr can keep slinging it to my boy Darren Waller, then uh, I'll be happy. So, um, yeah, so I think that's – there's definitely a chance here. Uh, I do like Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, for the same reasons as I like Christian McCaffrey, so – It'll be tight. This is uh, definitely the matchup that I'm going to have my eyes on for sure, uh, besides my own. So I'm excited to see this one play itself out. But I do have my bets hedged on Nate here. Take I got to take the win on this one. Sorry, Jerome. <laughs> oh, of course. You're gonna pick your own <laughs> All right. We're going to jump now down to Dan's mother and the Chili Peckers. And boy, oh, boy, the Chili Peckers did have Thomas, Roger Brady, I don't think that's his middle name, but um, Tom Brady, like I just said earlier, man, 44 years old. I don't even know if he has LASIK yet. He's just out there. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. To Is that a record so for a QB? Yeah. I never actually checked into that 44. I know the oldest player is Venetary, uh, but he's a kicker. Of course, he can last a little longer there, but 44 is a QB, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, I can't remember, but I mean, the like Peyton Manning, the year he uh, he got carried by his defense, and they God, won the, the last, yeah. <laughs> and they won the Super Bowl, and he did absolutely nothing. His stats are he was atrocious. I think he was forty, like thirty nine, going on forty that year, and I thought he was much older than that. You know, just kind of watching him play. Man, Tom Brady looks like he's twenty five out there throwing yeah. absolute perfect balls, like no fear for for an old old man in the pocket. With these young 600 pound defensive linemen running 25 miles an hour, and he says, oh, no, I don't even care. And he just, I, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I, like, I like watching when you piss him off, man. He gives you that look. I don't know if you <laughs> one play, a guy was coming after him. He kind of 
tucked his shoulder and went into him a little bit. And they're kind of trash talking each other. But man, I'm telling you, he, when you when you light Tom up, man, you get him pissed off. It, it's pretty fun watching this game right around that under the two minute mark. It's where you yeah. start seeing the glares. Yeah. Well, jumping back into the matchup here. So Dan's mom didn't have any players Thursday night. He's projected 162.7. And then we have the Chili Peckers uh, now projected 165.7. Uh, his projection didn't go up because he also had Ronald Poopy Jones in his flex spot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about this last podcast. We we're not super psyched on the Chili Peckers lineup. <laughs> um, and one of my picks for worst running back of the year was Ronald Jones. I, I'm really staying away from the whole backfield here in Tampa Bay. Three main committee, uh, dude. But good grief. a little bit of place out too. 14 yards, one fumble lost, like... As soon as you lose a fumble in this offense, Bruce, Bruce, the Red Boy Arians is just going to bench you for for at least six games. So, Tampa Bay uh, is not is not going to be playing Ronald Jones. I think Leonard Fournette's now got the job since he didn't fumble. That's pretty much the only thing that keeps you on the field. It seems like down there. So that'll be interesting. But he definitely still has a chance since Tom Brady, as his second quarterback, did throw four four. Passing touchdowns. Wow, what a game. Um, so I do like Dan's mom's team. I think we talked about this last time. Uh, I like his depth here. I think uh, it's a little sneak peek. I do like his quarterbacks. Um, I might talk about them a little bit later. Uh, his, his young wide receiver core, uh, his stout Derrick Henry running back. Uh, DeAndre Swift's a little risky, but I do like he's got very solid you know, options that are going to score him points for sure. Now, none of them are for sure for boom bust. You know, DK Metcalf's kind of a boom bust, but, you know, they're going to be real steady. So it's pretty much going to be whether or not the Chili Peckers hits this week. And that's, you know, the classic Jason recipe. Is he going to score 190 points or is he going to score 90? You know, that's kind of his two, uh, his two options. So we'll see what Jason's team produces. Uh, what do you guys think on this matchup? We'll start with uh, we'll start with Jerome here. What are you uh, What are you thinking? Well, I tell you what, um, the way we run things in our organization at the Charleston Storm, the minute one of our players actually gets us negative points for the week, I don't even know that I send you to the bench. You may get cut. <laughs> that, that's unacceptable in this day and age. And um, that by itself, that that's an absolute killer absolute killer you can't have that to make matters worse the dk metcalf let's talk about him xavier rhodes was going to start for the indianapolis colts uh tomorrow he was going to be the one uh guarding metcalf primarily he's out with a calf injury so they have some journeyman cornerback covering dk metcalf and i know they are drawing the game plan up right now to, to have uh, DK have the biggest game tomorrow. So he's going to go off tomorrow. Now, uh, the, the Hopkins kid in Arizona can, can probably keep it close, you know, uh, but that minus .6 is still going to come down to, to kill uh, the Chili Peckers. Uh, you know, it's like uh, you're, you're playing one, one guy short, so... He's going to need all the, the rest of his guys to go off, and I just don't know. 
I, I don't see a, a very big or very wide path for him to uh, get the victory uh, this week. So um, looking at this guy's roster, though, the, the um, Derrick Henry, um, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, I mean, my goodness gracious, every time you turn around, there's some firepower coming at you. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays off. But I, I have Dan's mom projected to um, he's going to be another one that's going to be flirting with that 200 point mark by the time um, all his guys play this week. Oh yeah. So I like, uh, <clears throat> I got to take Dan's mom in this position too. Um, I do like his team again, one of those teams, just like yours, Zach, it's going to take a while to develop just those two quarterbacks. Um, Jalen Hurts not new, but just kind of, it's going to take a little bit to get comfortable. Um, um, and then, Swift, I don't know, man. I think he's going to have a lot of nagging injuries this year. And my boy Jamal Williams, I know Zach loves hearing about it, is going to be picking up a lot of uh, carries for him. But um, I'm not too crazy about Swift. Quarterbacks are good. It's just going to take a little time. As far as this week's matchup go, I got to take Dan's bomb. I just think he outplays him. But talk a little bit about Jason. Um, looking at his team again since we had a last podcast, uh, it's not maybe as bad as I ranked it out in the last I know, as we spoke about, running backs are hard to kind of recover from. I know Chase Edmonds isn't going to really do a whole lot this year, although he is named starter. I'm just not very confident with him. And um, Jonathan Taylor, I think he will be all right. I think he'll have 1,000 rushing yards, um, very few touchdowns. But I think he'll carry his weight. And and, uh, obviously from his quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Tom Brady, I think he's going to be just fine. He'll be flirting with that uh, playoff spot. So not too bad, but in this specific matchup, i got to go with Dan's mom. I agree with that. And Nate, I do have to correct you. That is not Jamal Williams on Dan's mom's bench. That is actually Javante Williams. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Let's get the first name. He is um, Denver's rookie running back out of uh, North Carolina. He, right, North Carolina? I think so. And, um, but I, he's behind Melvin Gordon right now. <laughs> I have Melvin Gordon in a couple spots, other leagues, and, um, I do like Javante Williams later on in the year. I do um, think that he'll end up in a starting lineup above DeAndre Swift because DeAndre Swift's going to get at least three concussions probably in the first quarter this year, this week. So That's what's I, I'd be looking for him Detroit, man. Uh, to end up. Uh, he, man, he, why did he pick up Tariq Cohen? I don't know what he's doing with his free agency, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I still am going to take Dan's mom. His starters are definitely better than uh, the Philly Packers, even with Tom Brady's good start. So let's move on here to the next matchup. Let me pull them up. And we've got G Money versus the King Savage. This one by projection looks like another blowout. Uh, but let's take a closer look here. So we got G Money. Um, already a bunch of players here for both teams. G Money had four players play he had Dak Prescott put up 39 points we talked about him already Christopher uh what's his what's his first name oh his first real his real name you guys didn't know this uh is Rod Godwin (laughs) all right I guess Chris is his middle name that's kind of funny but Rod Godwin put up 26 and a half points 105 reception yards nine nine catches oh my word and he's got to be touched himself for uh putting Antonio Brown on the bench there yeah, what in the world? Twenty-eight. players showed. Oh yeah, he did. Oh man, King Savage, what are you doing? But he did start Robert Gronkowski, also in the running for his AARP membership, probably in the next couple of years. But hey, 
they're doing good things down there in Tampa Bay. I don't know what they're putting in their milk every morning, but it's it's got to be something good. <laughs> um, and then Ezekiel Elliott, Woo, goodness gracious, I don't know what he has been drinking, but it's not the same milk as Rob Gunkowski and Tom Brady, that's for sure. And then uh, Tampa Bay's defense, even though they're a great, great defense, Dak Prescott really sliced and diced them. And they didn't really put up two and a half points. So after the 74 points he did put up on Thursday night, which is pretty impressive uh, for just one game, he is up to the projection of 165. And then King Savage, after C.D. Lamb's up-and-down performance, still ended up with a great line, one of, one of 104 reception yards, uh, seven catches, and a, and a touchdown. And then we have Robin and Kelsey, like I mentioned, two touchdowns, 90 yards with eight catches. Oh, my goodness. It's like O.J. Howard doesn't even exist down there, which is, is mind-blowing. So that ups his projection to 188, and he still has some big dogs coming to play. D.J. Moore could put up a bunch against the New York Jets. Sam Donald out for revenge, like we already mentioned. And then Alvin Kamara, we all know what he does. He catches 17 catches each week. He takes at least two of them to the house, sometimes six, like he does on Christmas Day with his illegal shoes. And, uh, yeah, I am going to take King Savage in this one. Uh, I'll pass it over to you, Nate. What do you think on this matchup? I got to take King Savage. Um, I mean, what was weird to see from his team? I always had a hunch. I was trying to get Rob Gronkowski quick in the draft, but he just kept going up on the uh, ADP. So wasn't able to get him, but that's going to be a solid connection all year. Uh, not something he's going to have to worry about. And like I said, where his ADP was, that was a steal. Um, Alvin Kamara, like you said, does his thing. Najee Harris, anyone with uh, the Steelers O-line, they're going to be just fine. I don't worry about that one bit. DJ Moore, confident with Matt Ryan. He's going to put up his numbers. Um, it's a solid team, man. Uh, another scary team that will give uh, Muffalo Wings and I a run for their money there in playoffs. So um, King Savage, I like in this one. G-Money, uh, promising. I know we we all roasted his team as maybe possibly the worst one. But uh, Dak Prescott, like we were talking about, if he stays healthy, it's fine. Um, still has some weapons. Really want to see if Julio Jones turns out. I think he's going to be a bust this week. I think he'll probably have seven seven points, nothing too crazy. Um, so, But, yeah, to answer your question, i got to take King Savage in this matchup. Well, I can see why. Um, it, it's kind of hard to not pick. King Savage in this spot, uh, his defense that uh, you know G G Money's defense, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really that that's a killer. Two point five points on defense, and then Zach's favorite position. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's that's kicker, Nate. I love that. <laughs> can Sorry, we just bro. can we just do two kickers next year, please? Like maybe three. I love them. <laughs> But, but then you come up, this was a bad matchup for Zeke. Unfortunately, Tampa Bay strength is, is you know, you're not going to run in between the tackles on him. And um, Zeke, you know, he was just used in a, in a funny way, you know. But he looked good with, with, with the eye test. Uh, he looked like he slimmed down. He looked very quick. Uh, I think Zeke's going to be okay throughout the year for him. Uh, going down the list, let me see here. I, I like... I like G Money's team. Uh, he's, I think Julio Jones. I mean, Nate. I know you said you didn't think he's going to do very well tomorrow, but I, I have Julio Jones doing extremely well tomorrow. 
So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how, how that goes, which one of us is right. But uh, I, like, I like his quarterback, too, his quarterbacks as well. Uh, Justin Herbert and Dak's going to play the way he is. You know, th- this guy right here, um, where did I have him? Yeah, I, I, I actually have him in the playoffs and uh, actually no, number two overall in our league projected just in uh, looking at him. I like, I like his roster. So that's why they play the games. You know, I have our opinions now, but uh, we'll see how this thing plays out. But as far as like this week goes, I ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw with uh, King Savage. Yeah. I mean, Julio Jones can do well, not saying that's not an option. He very well could. I just have a hunch. He's going to have a, a down game, not start off the hottest, but, um, like I said, I wouldn't call you crazy if you believe that. I am with Jerome on this one. Julio Jones is going against an absolute atrocious secondary. Uh, Arizona's not not good on defense. They looked at they looked terrible in the preseason. Uh, their Arizona starters couldn't even get a first down. I don't think all three games. So it's bad in Arizona. Um, let's hope Kyler Murray can turn that around uh, for Nate's sake. You know he's on his team. So. Um, but yeah, looking at King Savage, and I just realized that he has OJ Howard on the bench, and my, I don't know that that was kind of a kind of a ballsy start there, going Rob Rob Gronkowski. But hey, it definitely paid off, and uh, but yeah, I like both these teams. You know, didn't even um, get a target that game, man. Oof. Yeah, which is surprising because he was, you know, he's a six snaps. He's a very Drop good tight down. end. He's a very athletic tight end. You know, I have G-Money actually rated pretty low in my rankings in King Savage at a respectable respectable finish, um, but we'll get into that later. All right, now jumping into the next matchup. Um, we got a couple left here. Oh, my man, Goon Squad. Looking at your poster right now, buddy. And, uh, <laughs> and Pack Slap. Uh, we've got Goon Squad didn't have any players. Pack Slap had the kicker. Big 11 points there, a little plus three differential. I'll take that. I'll take 11. Yeah, 11 points from your freaking wild card position. You know, you might as well be sticking in a stinking squirrel in there and see what they can do because that's what (laughs) kickers are. And uh, But, man, you know, this is all speculation at this point. I do think Goon Squad does pull out the upset here uh, just based on projections. I think – I think A.J. Brown's going to have a day, like I said, against Arizona. They're terrible. Um, that's going to be a shootout, if anything. It's definitely not going to be a slow game. You know, Derrick Henry's going to do his thing. He's going to run all over them. And then Ryan Tannehill's going to be like, here, I'm going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. And Arizona's going to be like, all right, we're going to crash on that. And then he's going to turn around and throw 80 yards to A.J. Brown, who's going to shake off three defenders and, it's, it's going to be awesome. So look out for those plays. I'll probably do that at least twice. Um, Keenan Allen's going to catch 13 to 15 passes. Austin Eckler's going to catch 13 to 15. You know, it's going to be – well, actually, no, Austin Eckler's um, – I noticed he was limited in practice this week. So it might be a little bit different story for Austin Eckler. Um, sorry, dog's in here now. Um, but I think Good Squad's got some interesting – and he – I, want to, I did want to talk about this play because Nick Galaxy Brain Goon Squad drafts Tyson Williams uh, from Baltimore in the 14th round, 15th round, whatever it was. And I did mention him as a sleeper 
in our last uh, our last podcast. And my oh my, Gus Edwards. We didn't even talk about this. I have actually I had Gus Edwards in a couple leagues. Holy moly! Yeah, he he went down season ending injury. So now Nick is actually going to spot start Tyson Williams, which is still it blows my mind that he's going to do this um, when he's got Miles Gaskin on his bench. Um, that's probably the only person I'd start over him. But Miles Gaskin, he's going to bench Miles Gaskin to start Tyson Williams. That is a pretty risky play considering we have no idea what Tyson Williams is going to look like, how much they're going to use him. You know, they signed uh, Le'Veon Bell. They signed Devonta Freeman. They signed Latavius Murray. They signed, probably going to sign Todd Gurley. They're probably going to sign Jamal <laughs> Charles. You know, I don't know who else they're going to sign. But I don't. I can't believe he's starting Tyson Williams week one. Bold, bold play. But we'll see if it pays off. And uh, But I, I, still, I do think that he still comes out with the victory here over Paxlet. What do you all think? So I will uh, I will also agree with that. I think uh, Miles Gaskin would be the move to put in here. Um, I, I wouldn't even say uh, Williams will have any more than five. He'll probably see a couple snaps, uh, get 10, 20 rushing yards, nothing crazy. Um, it's going to be a trial run for him. I think they're going to try to use a lot of running backs to see what plays they like, what explosiveness these running backs have to see who's going to start. So it's not going to be a dominated one two-man backfield it's going to be everyone on their roster and they're going to see who's got the most explosive play so um i would agree with that zach however i'm going to take pax lap in this i don't know man i got yeah got that qb matchup he took a lot of hits in other spots of his lineup but man that is scary rogers and pat mahomes i mean when they're on man that could be 80 points just in those two quarterbacks i mean that could be half of the team's uh projected points for a week so i mean he can he can afford to forfeit a position or two at that rate. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I think um, I think Hill's going to have a good game. I think Thielian's going to come out hot. Uh, Cream Hunt will get a 10-point game. Zach Moss won't do much, but like I said, he can afford that hit. And then Kittle, um, Schuster, I think they're all going to carry their weight. So um, projections are a little bit off. Nick doesn't have a kicker in there yet, so it is almost an even 166 versus 166. But, I'm going to take pack slap in this. I just, uh, I just have a weird hunch. Not saying uh, Nick's not going to keep it close, but I think as far as this week goes, I'm going to take pack slap. Well, I'll tell you what. Pack slap's kicker, Greg Zerlon, Greg the leg, he got off to a shaky start. He, he didn't look right all night, and that's probably about as bad as this guy's going to play, and he still outkicked his, his projected points. Uh, he was supposed to get, what, 8.43, and he ended up getting 11. I I was impressed with that, actually. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Whew, uh, looking at Pac, Slap, Pac Slap's roster, anytime you have Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, uh, 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 Tyreek Hill, and George Kittle as your core, yo, any given Sunday with that roster right there. I mean, if those if those guys are on, he's gonna be a problem to, to get out of there. Um by by the same token, Goon Squad, Josh Allen, he has uh AJ Brown, Keenan uh, Allen, Austin Eckler. Listen, those those are four studs too. So I, I, I like I like his uh, team as well. I, I don't care much for the for the depth or the uh, or the second quarterback uh, Tua, uh, but 
you know, we we will see how that that plays out. I mean, I have to see a little bit more uh, from from Tua before you know I can feel comfortable starting him every week. But um, yeah, he he's he's got some uh, real players on his team, and uh, I I actually think that this it's a toss up. It, it, it could go either way in this. If you had a gun to my head, I guess how can you pick against Mahomes and uh, Rodgers on the same team? That's fair. Um, I, I will say, too, with this depth, um, you'll realize, Jerome, Nix is a guy that makes a lot of a lot of moves. He was, he's always like a number one or two, so you're going to see that, that bench swap in and out. I'm guessing, just based on looking at it, he's taking a, a lot of risks with these young guys, just kind of seeing how they do the first week or two and then popping those guys out. But, um, but yeah, so far, not, not the craziest depth. Um, but, um, but, yeah, still put up a fight, and Goon Squad always finds a way to to get that win and make something happen. So, and while we're on this topic, Nate, as the commish, I brought this up in the, te- in the in the group chat earlier. Nobody responded, but man, the fact that he can watch Giovanni Bernard suck and not do absolutely anything last night, and then drop him today—that just seems a little bit crazy. What do you think? Who he had Giovanni Bernard on his team? Yeah, and so basically. You know, in other leagues I play in, when they when your when your guy plays, regardless of if he's starting or on your bench, he gets locked. You know, because he plays, he's done for that week. True. Um, but you know, he Nick gets or Nick gets to sit here and watch Gio Bernard, Gio Bernard for a whole game and see that you know he goes in for what five six plays, does nothing, and then they'll be like, oh well, now I can drop him and pick up Ty Johnson, the uh, New York Jet, New York Jets young running back who could pop off and then so it's it's it seems just a little a little suspect is all not like not that nick's doing anything wrong you know he's he's exploiting the rules as he does you know that's his thing but like i thought we had lock players on i really did well i mean he dropped him this morning or yesterday morning and i you know i was like man this this shit again like so it's it's just one of those rules that it's not it's not the league's fault it's not the commission's fault it's just it's you know it's 2006 Yahoo operating system and and <laughs> your it's, just, it, it's just one of those things that you know maybe you address next year I know it's going to happen again Good Squad's going to pick somebody else up from next Thursday's matchup and do the same thing yeah I honestly thought it was unlock I knew that was an option to do that so just some just something we should address as a league you know I'm not bringing it up. Cause I'm mad that he, oh, you know, he picked up Ty Johnson, you know, I don't care, like whatever, pick up Ty Johnson. He, he's the third running back for the Jets, like whoop de freaking do. But like, you know, just the fact that you can do that is a little. I think, I think if you got a guy on your bench and he plays, he's he's done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't, fair enough. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's all. Um, just so, just something to mention um, while we're on the topic. But Nick, love you. Your poster <laughs> real sexy right now, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I can't wait to play you in a, in a few weeks or whenever we play. And I'll Nick play. actually is going to be a special guest here. I texted him today. He said he'd love to hop on and give us oh, a little man. feedback, give us a chance to kind of check that poster out, Zach, see what it's all about, and oh, uh, hop on the podcast. So oh, we'll probably have, what we're going to try to do, just everyone that's tuning in, is we're going to try to have uh, kind of a new guest person hop on this podcast, just kind of get a chance to fend for themselves, dish out a little bit of hate of their own. And, uh, you know, any big 
big events that happen on their lineup. You know, whether it's a guy pops off or whether number one running back is a torn ACL or something, we'll, we'll get them on here and just try to spice things up and make the podcast interesting for you guys. Yeah, we we don't really care about your all's opinions, so <laughs> yeah, we'll let you talk, but I'm not gonna listen. Um, all right, well, I like it though. I I would like to get some other voices. That'll be fun. Um, let's get our final matchup here, and ladies and gentlemen, we've got the crustiest of the crust. We've got the bottom of the barrel here, folks. We've got Karen's crew. <laughs> representing the Aaron Rodgers at the Jeopardy picture. I do love the picture. And then we've got Saquon, these nuts. I'm sorry, these nuts. Uh, so we got Bob versus Dan. Dan is once again one of the newer competitors in our league, and you can tell by his draft picks he's a little new to this league, folks. Um, and... Karen's crew is off to the start I expected. You know, like I said, I don't like Mike <laughs> Evans. Mike Evans said, you know what? I'll play a whole football game and catch three passes, even though Tom Brady throws for 600 yards and four touchdowns. How does that feel, Mike Evans? Probably not very good. Um, you're kind of washed, my man. Um, Ryan Suckup, he sucked up, that's for sure. Uh, seven <laughs> points. <laughs> Um, so his projection dropped all the way down to 148. And then uh, Saquon D's nuts. Don't worry, your projection's going to drop too. You're not going to score 164. I promise you that. <laughs> um, hopefully Saquon plays. I know you're expecting it. I know you're a big fan. Uh, I, I can see him getting real limited this week. Uh, the doctor did clear him. Actually, I saw news tonight. Uh, the doctor cleared him to play. So he's all good to go. But let's just see. Like I said, last time, Daniel Jones, he's going to give that ball away a few times. So let's hope you at least see the ball um, on your side of the field for a little bit of the time. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about this one. I'm, uh, I won't be keeping my eyes too close on this one. What do you all think? Who are you picking? You got to have a pick here. Oh, geez. Well, if I got to pick one, I'm going to pick Saquon because – you know, Mike Evans already sucked, and his kicker already sucked. So, I mean, uh, Josh Jacobs is going to be bad. Mike Davis is going to be fine. But I think Atlanta's going to be throwing the ball a lot more than handing it off to Mike Davis. Uh, Travis Kelsey is obviously going to score his most points on this team. Devontae Adams will be good. But, you know, you can't win your, you can't win your team with Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams. you got to have a little bit more, a little bit more firepower than that. I agree. What we've seen in the last couple lineups we looked at is a solid four is their core. So I think, you know, at least three to kind of be competitive. But I'll agree with that. I never had Karen's, uh, Karen's crew very high in the standings. Um, Kurt Cousins, he's if he does his thing, nothing crazy. Devontae is going to be explosive at his position. Uh, again, Mike Evans, just so many uh, wide receiver weapons there in Tampa Bay. Josh Jacobs, nothing special, man. I had him all last year. Just expect him to pop off maybe just one game. Just give him a little treat one game. Nope. He thought otherwise. Um, Davis, yeah, not too crazy about him. Kelsey will do his thing. Beckham, he'll probably see six points tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I'd even start Jarvis Landry over him, to be honest, man. I, well, if he plays, I mean, exactly. Ever since all summer. <laughs> he peaked once he caught that pass. Ever since then, nothing good has happened for him. Um, but in this situation, I will also take Saquon. Um, Dan and I were talking, he got the NFL ticket just to watch this Giants and, uh, 
he said he's going to keep the ticket just until the, the Giants are out of it. So I said, what, uh, week week six or something? You're going to turn that back with paying the bill on <laughs> What it should be is he should keep the ticket. He should keep the ticket until they win. He might keep it all season. <laughs> See, I, I don't think Giants can be very good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think he's going to pull out the win here. I think everyone gives him a little more hate than he, he deserves, man. I don't think his team's very bad. Uh, Lamar no, Jackson, Diggs, Barkley. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's got the core three, which you need, which we talked about. Sutton's probably not going to do anything crazy. Not really a big Jackson uh, running back fan, but Tanya, he's going to pop off game to game. Henderson could have some some steady 10-point um, games. Um, not a bad team. I mean, it's it'll, it'll give you a run for his money. He does need a little extra to get that win in the tough situations, but I, I think he'll be close to, uh, close to 500 this year. But to take the, take the win this week, Saquon, for sure. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I think uh, Lamar Jackson is in a, a – he's playing under the lights, the Monday night lights. He's got a good matchup against uh, the Raiders. Um, uh, Steph Diggs is going to go off tomorrow. Uh, they're going to find ways to get him the ball deep. Um, I, I like the matchup. Uh, you know, James Robinson has a good matchup against Houston you know that that's a sneaky good play right there. He he could, in, in my opinion, I think James Robinson has a chance to score the most points on his on uh, Saquon D's nuts uh, roster this week. And uh, I think Ron Tannehill's in a good game environment as well to uh, do a little bit of damage. So you know, with with, with those four players and and the, and the matchups, uh, Bob Tanyan's in in a good spot, like you were saying as well, Nate. So I, I got Saquon D's nuts uh, in this matchup. Yeah, I will say, too, it's just a team you look at. Nothing pops, but for some reason, the points are just there. I mean, yeah, nothing nothing crazy, but he's he's going to be at his projected target each week. And uh, like I said, you can slide into playoffs on a, on a break-even record. So, Yeah, we'll see. I don't see him scoring over 150, but uh, <laughs> hey, he might be here a bold prediction, Nate, because he's, he's <laughs> not mine. All right. Um, all right. Well, that was all of our matchups, folks. If you have any beef, take it up with Nate. He's the commissioner. I don't want to hear it. All right. I picked who I picked. We picked who we picked. And you got to deal with it. All right. Prove it. Prove it to us. So the next week, maybe we'll we'll like your team a little bit more. All right. Um, so now we're going to jump into the juicy, the juicy, juicy. We're going to do the league standings next. All right. And then we'll finish it off with our spicy takes. And then that'll close us out. Um, because we're sitting here, we are. Oh yeah, we're fifty minutes in. This is another long. <laughs> it's it's so easy to talk football, guys. I'm telling you what. Um, so let's do our our top twelve here. Um, who wants to start? Drum, you want to kick it off? Drum's got records too. Like I said, he's he's oh, got it wow. really broken down. I was just gonna do who finishes first and through last, but yeah, go for it. Well, uh. Do we want to go? Yeah, we'll go inverse order. Um, I have these six teams not making the playoffs. Uh, the Babiuke, the Chili Peckers, Karen Crew, Charleston oh Storm, Saquon <laughs> D's Nuts, and Pack Slap. And that's in no particular order. That's just who I do not have in the playoffs. So that leaves, uh, I have uh, Muffalo Wings uh, at, at a 12-2 and two record in G-Money, 11-3, Dan's Mom, 10-4, and 
Uh, Madden Legends, 10 and 4. Goon Squad, 9 and 5. And King Savage rounding out the playoffs at 8 and 6. And uh, I actually have Muffalo Wings taking it all this year. All right. I like that. Good projection. I'm a little offended, but uh, <laughs> hey, hey, we'll chat after this is uh, after we're done recording. All right. I'll say mine. Mine's awfully similar to uh, Jerome's. Uh, I think uh, I think Muffalo Wings didn't take it all, man. Scary, scary team. This guy, I tell you, when we started the league, he was always the number one competitor. He was always there, championship game every year. Um, took a couple years to kind of fizzle out. He had a couple kids. He had to spend a little more time away from football, so. Uh, but he's he's back, man, in full form this year. I love his team, love his team, love his team. Um, I think it, I think it's going to be him and I in the finals this year. I really do. Um, but I will list my six teams that I think are going to make playoffs. I got uh, Charleston Storm, Dan's Mom, Goon Squad, Babayuk, myself, Madden's Legends, and Muffalo Wings. I think those six teams are going to advance. Teams I do not have going, G-Money, King Savage, Saquon, these nuts, Chili Peckers, Karen's crew and pack slap. Um, but honestly, looking at these matchups, these rosters, anything could change. It's early. As we said before, health is key. So stay healthy. And um, a lot of these teams that we pointed out that have these guys that are in their second year, um, you know, they have a lot of, a lot, of, a lot of holes to fill, a lot of opportunity. And uh, if they stay healthy, man, they could take every bit of that uh, uh, next level. So, um, but yeah, I got Muffalo Wings and myself playing in the championship game with Muffalo taking the win. So we'll see. All right. I like it. Bold. Um, and yeah, what I love about this part of the fantasy season is that, you know, all of our takes up to now are just speculation, you know, and and I do love that because we're out here smack talking and saying, oh, your team's going to suck and your team's going to be amazing. But we have no idea. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about this part of the season. It's great. And uh, I mean, we were, we were all humbly surprised, you know, on Thursday to see some to see Amari Cooper absolutely dominate over, you know, his younger you know, his younger teammates. And that was fantastic to see. And even though C.D. Lamb was drafted, you know, around higher. And Amari Cooper said, you know what? I'm going to go out here. I'm going to be the veteran. I'm going to make the plays. And he did. So, you know, things like that, that, you know, fantasy players get so psyched because, you know, like he's going to be so good. And then, no. So I do love it. Um, so nobody get offended, Jason. I know, I know, Jason, you're a little, you're a little sad that I didn't like your team, but you know, Ronald Jones is not going to score positive anytime soon, so you might as well bench him or drop him. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to get into my picks, um, and I'm going to start like a, like Charleston Storm here, uh, Drum did. I'm going to start with my losers, my big losers, Karen's crew in the bottom, and then we got Pack Slap, Saquon D's nuts, and I got G Money. Ooh, I am not a fan of G Money. And then I got Jason and Dan's mom and Jason and Chili Peckers, obviously. Uh, so that is my bottom six. One thing I'll um, say, it's kind of opposite from what Jerome said. Jerome's big. What, you put him at number two, Jerome? G-Money? I got G-Money at 11 and three. <laughs> That'll be interesting. That's, interesting. That's, that's, that's one point we, we differ on. But, hey, like yeah. Zach said, a lot of season, a lot of season. 
lot of seasoning. There's to go. a lot of seasoning. And then, Remember this too, Zach. Uh, I, now I didn't have your team in the playoffs, but I didn't have my own team in the playoffs. So that is in, true. In Ooh, I fairness. know. And I don't know, man. I wasn't just accepting, on uh, you. <laughs> you accepting trade offers because it sounds like you're not too confident. I'll take I'll take Dalvin Cook for somebody. Oh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then my my top six, and I'll go in order here. Number six, we have King Savage. I think he's going to have a hot start, and he's going to slow down, you know, the Russell Wilson approach. Uh, and then Charleston Storm, I've got number five here. I think he squeaks in the playoffs. I think he's got a hot season. I think he actually avoids injury this year. He's got a solid team. Um, next, I'll take Nick in the four spot. You know, I think he's got a good team. Is it the best I've ever seen? Is it the best he's going to be? Not that I see right now, but, you know, he's going to make – like like Nate said, he's going to make 20 waiver claims a week until he gets that perfect team. And he gets lucky. We all we all know he gets lucky. He wakes up. He sets his alarm at 2 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. He's up. He's doing his research. He's pouring his Red Bulls in his cup, and he's making the pickups before anybody else is allowed to. And then we've got Nate in the three spot. Oh, Lordy, Nate. Um, I think think Nate's up here in the top three. I think he blows this season, though, at a a late-season trade where I think he gets a little excited about some old player that's not doing anything. (laughs) Frank's looking good. Frank, man. Oh, man. Le'Veon Bell just started for the Ravens finally in week eight. Uh, do you want to trade Christian McCaffrey for Le'Veon Bell? And he does it. And that's that's Nate, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just teasing, Nate. Um, and then next hey, one. It's number, happened in the past. It's happened Number past. two is Ricky. And, yeah, we all love Ricky's team. And, of course, number one is going to be the Baba Uke. You know, come on, have some confidence in your team, boys. You got to juice up these players, all right? You know, I get my team together every week on Saturday. I did it earlier, and I said, hey, team. I said, hey, we got to get this W tomorrow, all right? We're playing one of the toughest teams, Ricky, the Buffalo Wings. We have to take this home for the family. And my team, they said, all right, we got you, coach. You know, you got to have some confidence. You got to show them that you're going to play for them as they're going to play for you. So I've got my team winning it all. That's what I've got. And let's jump in to now our bold, bold takes. Um, who wants to kick us off here? I've I've got one juicy one. I don't know if you guys want me to kick it off, but uh, – what do you What do you guys got? Uh, you, do you want me to start off? Uh, sure, <clears throat> I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, uh, my bold take. I'm gonna go back to what I said uh, earlier. I think that James Robinson is going yep. to score the most points <laughs> th- this weekend uh, tomorrow uh, for uh, what? What is it? Saquon D's nuts team. I think that's who. Let me do. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. I think that he's in a good enough matchup against that bad Houston uh, run defense. Uh, uh, you know, I think he's going to break one or two, and he's going to be catching some passes out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. My, my other bold, bold prediction for the season is, well, let's go up to his quarterback. And, you know, it's just coincidental that it's his quarterback. But Lamar Jackson, I think, with the, the injuries that they've had so far in the uh, backfield, I think that uh, he's going to show people that uh, he can throw the ball. And uh, not only is he going to show people, I think he has to throw the ball a little bit more than what they've been doing 
in order for them to be a little bit more uh, balanced, uh, especially if they're wanting to make a little bit of noise in the um, in, in the playoffs this year. So that's my bold prediction this year. We're going to see Lamar throwing that rock around and uh, connecting with Marquise Brown a lot, Mark Andrews. I like it, Zach. What about you? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to start with, uh, I like how Jerome did a this weekend uh, bold take. And uh, my bold take this weekend is going to be Kareem Hunt. Now, this is, I believe, Pack Slaps number one. Uh, and this is why I don't like Pack Slaps, team, Pac Slaps team, is that Kareem Hunt is his number one running back. He, that was the first running back he drafted, Kareem Hunt. Now, I do think Kareem Hunt is going to have a fine season. Is he a running back one for fantasy? No, he's not going to be a top 12 running back. But this week, he is going to be the top 12 running back. He He's in a juicy matchup with the Chiefs. And um, I know they didn't score that many points in, the, in that uh, playoff game uh, last season. But I think Kareem Hunt, they're going to have to be sticking him in there. Uh, with Nick Chubb, and I think he's going to be catching a lot of, a lot of, a lot of balls, and I think he's going to be put in closer to the goal line. He's just got a nose for the end zone that we saw last last season uh, in the playoffs. It's fun to watch him catch the ball and just make people miss. So I think Kareem Hunt, and if you're a DFS player like me, I'm going to be plugging in Kareem Hunt in all my lineups this week because I just want to see him blow up, and he's at a good price. So. That's my bold prediction for this weekend. Um, and then my bold prediction for the season. Uh, this one's exciting. All right. I've got Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback for the New York Jets, and Samuel Darnold, Carolina's quarterback. Now, um, I drafted Samuel Darnold here late, late in my draft as my third quarterback. And... Um, Who's got Zach Wilson? Somebody's starting Zach Wilson, I think. I can get this. Who is that? No, someone definitely is starting them. <clears throat> they have two uh, young quarterbacks. I'm looking through right now. I'm having I'm having a trouble finding him, but I do believe that Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold, this is my bold take, are both going to finish as top ten quarterbacks this year. Oh, wow. uh, my reasoning behind this is I think that Sam Darnold, you know. He's on a new team, a much, much better coaching staff, a much Dan's better receiving core. Zach Wilson. Dan's mom? Yes. Okay. Um, he A much better coaching staff, a much better receiving core, and I think he's just going to be a little bit more confident out of, out of New York, you know, out of that real toxic system that was Adam Gase's system. And I think Sam Donald's going to have a great, great year. Um, and I'm really excited about Carolina. I'm definitely going to be tuning into their games. Um, and he's got Christian McCaffrey. Like, he's going from, what was it, a washed-up Le'Veon Bell and uh, uh, some Michael P. Ryan or whoever was there last year, like, to, to Christian McCaffrey. He, he's got so many more weapons, and I'm excited to see Sam Darnold. And then Zach Wilson, the new Jet. This is great. I love the storyline here. And... Uh, Oh man, he's got he's got a little pep in his step. He did really well in preseason. I think he is going to be this season's Justin or yeah, just Jay Herbs. Jay Herbs. He's going to be uh, this season's uh, Justin Herbert. That's his name, right? Yeah, Justin Herbert. You're right. It's late. It's late night. Um, 
And I think he's going to be throwing the ball a whole lot. I think the coaching staff is going to, you know, let him throw the ball a lot. You know, they're going to try to give him some confidence. And Corey Davis, uh, Elijah Moore, the rookie there, I think they're going to have a great season. And I'm really excited to see the Jets be respectable this year. And I think they've got a, a much better coaching staff. <clears throat> Those are, that's my bold take on the season. So uh, where are you at, Nate? All right, fair enough. Um, so my bold prediction for the week, again, I've been saying this guy over and over again. Jamal Williams is going to start because DeAndre Swift is out, and he is going to shock the world. He is going to earn that number one spot in the Lions' rush offense, <clears throat> and he will be the number one running back going into week two. That's my bold prediction. I think he rushes for 90 rushing yards with two touchdowns in week wow, one matchup. Okay. Interesting. Now, DeAndre Swift is playing as of now um he'll get hurt he'll get banged up he'll get a concussion i mean i think so i mean i definitely think they're gonna work in jamal williams uh you think he's gonna steal this spot this week i think he's gonna steal the spot i think he's gonna have an explosive first game i think gradually week four he'll week four he'll take the starting spot however he will gradually see an increase in snaps and uh rushing attempts um, I love the guy. I think he brings a lot to the team. So that's my bold take for the week. As far as bold take for the year, I think Dak Prescott finishes just shy of Peyton Manning's passing record at 5,300 passing yards for the year. Oh, that is bold. That is a bold take. But yeah. I think, uh, I mean, this guy was, if I'm not mistaken, on pace to do it before he got hurt, man. And this is a guy that just puts up 400. I mean, there's what? There's an added game, so that helps. There's 17 games. He puts up 350. I mean, you don't really see that guy scoring 350. That's, geez, 6,000 uh, passers. So I, I do. I think this guy's going to come just 100 yards shy of Peyton Manning's record at uh, 54 or something. But I think he'll finish with 53, and I think the Cowboys make playoffs. Not a very deep run, but they make playoffs. That's my bold take for the season. Um, the last thing I want to do before we conclude it here is uh, kind of who we think is going to win the Super Bowl, what the matchup's going to be, who's going to win, and what the final score is going to be. And I'll start it off. I think uh, the reason I love Aaron Rodgers, always play with a chip on his shoulder. I think he's got a lot to prove. The front office finally made some moves for him, bringing Cobb back, giving him more respect on the field. I think uh, – I think he's got a lot of proof. When he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders, I think is when he performs the best. I think he makes it to the Super Bowl, and I think they will play the Buffalo Bills. They're going to conclude the game winning 27 to 24. Fans go wild. The Cheeseheads come out, and the Packers take back the Lombardi Trophy. That's my uh, prediction for the Super Bowl. All right, Jerome, what do you think for the Super Bowl? Very nice. I think that. Um we're going to get a rematch in the Super Bowl this year, and Ooh. think that it's not uh, the rematch is not going to be from last year. It's going to be from I think it was two years ago when um, was was it two or three years ago that uh, San Francisco met up with um, the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh, it was they, two years ago. Yeah, two had, years ago. Yeah, they had San Francisco had the Chiefs on the ropes, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, overthrew uh, a pass late in the game. He missed a guy, and, uh, you know, that's, that had a lot to do with why San Francisco didn't win. But San Francisco was bad last year because of injuries, and they are back and healthy. And if they stay healthy, 
And if Jimmy Garoppolo, they get that running game going, and Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, doing his thing uh, off the play-action passes, they're going to be hard to stop. They're going to be a tough out. So uh, I like them, and I, I, I just – if anybody can challenge the Chiefs this year coming out of AFC, and in my opinion, it would probably be the Chargers. I'm very high on them. I like that prediction. And, uh, you know, I just think that the Chiefs will, will eke by them. But uh, that's who I got this year. And uh, Okay. We got to go with the score. Let's go uh, San Francisco 27, Chiefs 26. Ooh, all right. I like it. All right. Now, my question... Let me, wait, let me ask... Okay, I was going to ask a question, too. Go ahead, Zach. Who's going to be the starting quarterback in Oh, that was my exact question. <laughs> when they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Trey Lance or Jimmy? I, I think Jimmy holds him off, and I think that um, Trey will play this year, but if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, it's going to have to go through uh, Jimmy G. Okay. All right. Um, my Super Bowl prediction is, um, I do think the Buffalo Bills are going to be the, uh, the AFC champions this year. I think they are going to, to beat the, uh, to beat the Chiefs. And I do think they're going to beat the Chiefs in the, uh, in the AFC championship game. Uh, the NFC is a little bit tougher. I do think the Rams make it far. Uh, Matt Stafford is an incredible quarterback, you know, an NFL quarterback. And their defense is, you know, as we all know, is unreal. Uh, I think the Rams are going to beat the Packers in the NFC finals. And then the Bills are going to beat the Rams. So I think the Bills are going to win it this year. And Buffalo are <laughs> going to be breaking tables all over the place. <laughs> and Bills uh, that's going to be fun to see. Uh, I do love Josh Allen this year. That's going to be a fun team to watch. I got Stephon Diggs in a couple other leagues. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, so it's going to be a fun season. Um, I'm so excited for tomorrow. It's late night tonight. You know, we got to, we got to, you know, we got to tuck in our tuck in our toes tonight. You know, we got a great a great lineup tomorrow, 1 p.m. Um, I know we're going to end this podcast at about midnight on Saturday. Well, I guess that's <laughs> midnight on Sunday. So uh, football is here, and uh, I am so so excited. Um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And I know it's another long one, but man, we've got so much to talk about. This is so much fun. I know uh, Nate and Drum are both enjoying this. Uh, we're definitely gonna Absolutely. we're definitely gonna keep doing this. Um, at least like our league matchups and uh, bold takes of the week, and you know all that good stuff. Uh, and I'm really excited to see uh, how week one shakes up. I like it. If anyone's got any recommendations or anything they'd like to add, or just want to be on the podcast itself. You know, hit up one of us. We'll get it set up. We'll make it happen. All right. How excited are you, Jerome, for week one tomorrow? Oh, I live for this. I love oh. uh, September, fall, Sundays. And uh, I'm, mm. not, <laughs> I'm not going to leave the house tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'll be ordering pizza, and I'm going to watch football all day long. 
I'm blowing right. your phone up. <laughs> What's you that? Know, you got this. You got this matchup. I'll be rubbing it in every big play. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you got me on the ropes already. So you know, we'll, anything we'll could see. happen. It's still early. <laughs> well, that's going to conclude us for tonight. Uh, thanks again for tuning in all the way through. You know, if you did listen to the whole thing, uh, yeah, let us know what you want us to cover next week. And um, can't wait to cover these matchups and cover Week One next week. It's going to be great. Y'all have a great, safe Sunday, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy.